Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract? fine print or you finally want to get that will done legal shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back no matter what the future brings sign up today at legalshield.com forward slash iheart pplsi does not provide legal representation or advice see a plan for complete terms hi let's talk about pro plan sport pro plan sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So wherever your next journey together takes you, start it off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Learn more at ProPlansport.com. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk. Comedians or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of smoking audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. The Volume. Hey, this is Prime Cuts, the best of the Colin Coward podcast. Very interesting week. Nick Wright, always money tells us about the massive mistake the Clippers made at the end of the season. Must listen. Ethan Strauss, The Athletic. I think the guy is brilliant. Join the show. Has it taken the NBA? Sort of blew my mind. Plus, Chad Millman, Action Network, betting advice for the NBA playoffs. It's changing, baby. First, my top takes of the week. One of the things that the NBA is probably conflicted with They would love to get the Brooklyn Nets and the Lakers in the finals. You'd get Kevin Durant, James Harden, Kyrie Irving, Anthony Davis, LeBron James, five of the 10 biggest stars, five of the seven, eight biggest stars. But what would the message be to the NBA fans and other star players if two teams that rarely played together all year got to the finals? There's really no way to solve this issue unless... You have real initiatives to stay with the same teams, which right now in the NBA, when you get drafted by a team after four years, your first contract extension so favors the team that drafted you financially that you almost have to stay. Players just don't leave. But boy, by seven years, players want to join forces and you can't blame them. I mean, think about James Harden, Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant. What they play together this year? Five games? LeBron Anthony Davis barely played in the last two months. But if your star players and realize I can join forces, 
I can play 50 games instead of 75 or 80 and get to the finals. You understand why players move, but it's not a great look for the league when stars can join forces, build almost no chemistry, skip large chunks of the regular season, and what do you know? We made the finals. So it's a little bit of a conflict for the league because you know they want stars to go further in the playoffs. That's ratings, and the NBA has struggled with ratings the last two years. An interesting team now, they're the Gonzaga of the NBA, the Utah Jazz. We never give them respect. It's really interesting. When you look at the West, anybody else think it's odd? The Lakers open as a seven-point favorite over the Warriors in the playoff game. It drops to four to four and a half. The wise guys are selling the Lakers. Why? LeBron's health. Jamal Murray, Denver, second best player out. Clippers, Paul George has struggled in the playoffs. Bad late game team. Portland, don't really have wing defenders or wing explosion. Suns, aren't we asking a lot to go from bad to the finals? Why aren't we paying more attention to the Utah Jazz? Folks, same coach, rim defender, all-star guard, excellent bench, excellent late game team, tremendous home court basketball operation. Listen, I tell people this, Gonzaga is now a top three basketball program in America. They are now consistently better than Kansas. I'm sorry, they are. They're better than Arizona. They're better than Syracuse. They're better than UConn. Right now, last five years, they're better than Duke. Should we come to terms that because of the star power of the league, we are literally disregarding the team that ended up with the best record? Think about that. Best record in any other sport is the talk of the playoffs. Utah isn't in any single conversation. Let's bring in Nick Wright, my buddy, first things first at FS1. So I think both of us agree that there are fundamental problems with the way Brooklyn is set up. Number one is they don't have size. They can't defend Giannis. They can't defend Embiid. I don't think they're a finals team. And I also think secondarily, much like the Clippers last year, they're easy to buy into because on their best nights, they're really a handful. But you got to win four games in a series, whereas I think Milwaukee could punish them six straight games. Giannis, six straight games. So I I think I like Milwaukee out of the East or Philadelphia. Um, I'm going to go with Milwaukee this year. Drew Holiday and and P.J. Tucker are really big ads. So there's the thing. So that right there is a great example of folks assigning the same weaknesses that Milwaukee had last year and the year before to a team that is fundamentally different because they added if PJ Tucker is a nice addition and a good playoff player, Drew Holiday is a massive upgrade over what they've had in the playoffs at point guard. Malcolm Brogdon was a good player, but he's not that level. And Bledsoe was a guy who historically has just gotten worse and worse in the playoffs. Drew Holiday, on the other hand, he is one of the most unheralded players in the league because so much of his value comes on defense. He's tough. He's going to be there. And so, I totally agree with you that Milwaukee is, even though their regular season record isn't as good as it was last year, their defense isn't as good, Giannis isn't going to win MVP like he did last year, Milwaukee is a fundamentally different team. And and we've talked about this before, much like OKC took a 
chunk of flesh out of the Warriors in 2016, and then the Cavs finished them off. Just by virtue of having to play Milwaukee in round two, because you you, you were laissez-faire in the regular season, even if you beat them, then you have Philly waiting for you in round three. That's a, that's a hell of a series, man. That's a tough-ass series for them to deal with. Yeah, and we also dismissed Milwaukee, and there has been this sort of pressure on Giannis to advance. Yep. Once you're dismissed, that goes away. Nobody's talking Milwaukee. It's Brooklyn or the Sixers or Miami because they got to the final in the bubble. Yep. So Milwaukee feels like a four seed, and they feel like a lot of the public feels they're a four seed with no chance. So I like Milwaukee in the East. Now let's go to the West. Hold on. Uh, can I just interrupt you? Can I oh, interrupt please. you real quick? The, the the Clippers did it. They they successfully completed the most embarrassing and intentional tank we've ever seen. They just lost. So the Clippers, in their final two games of the regular season, I just want America to understand what has happened here. Yeah. They, final two games of the season, they were playing the Rockets, who had won nine of their previous <laughs> 55 games. Right. Not, they were nine and I think 46 in their last 55. They lost to the Rockets. They just now lost to Oklahoma City, which Oklahoma City not only hadn't won this month and had only won, oh my God, Oklahoma City, for the record, prior to tonight, had won once since March 30th. Think about that. We're in the middle of May. They had one win in, in, in the entire month of April and zero wins this month. That team just beat the Clippers. So the, the Clippers, by doing that, just guaranteed they're the four seed and they will the earliest they could possibly play the Lakers is the conference finals. And I listen, I have not been as hard on the Clippers this year as I was in years past. I think this is a bad look for them in this regard. I think it's strategically bad, first of all, because I would argue if you're going to have to beat the Lakers to make the finals anyway, I would want them this year earlier than later. LeBron coming off an injury, AD coming off an injury, Schroeder coming off the uh, COVID protocol, the Lakers having coming off the the all the play-in stuff where they won't be rested. If you're going to get them, you're going to have to get them early. And if you're the Clippers, aren't you supposed to think we can beat anybody? And you're all of a sudden just punting, just punting on your seed because you're afraid of the Lakers who you have to beat. That to me, that's a move you make. If you are a team across conferences, if you're the Knicks and it's like winning one playoff series this year is a huge accomplishment. We want the best matchup possible for the Clippers, who it's champ, it's finals or bust to throw their last two games and have the to me, that's just a wild circumstance. Just insane. Well, Greg Popovich, this is the, the Belichick thing is that if Mac Jones can't play. Belichick becomes Popovich, pretty irrelevant now that Duncan's gone and Parker's gone. If Mac Jones can't play, right. nothing against nothing against Cam, but you're not winning that division with Josh Allen. You're at best a wild card team. Sure. That, that's all you're going to be with Josh Allen, Sean McDermott. Now they've got they've got so many good defensive linemen up last two years in the draft. And I sit there and I look at Popovich today, and first of all, he was arrogant and stubborn on threes. He didn't want to play the math game. I mean, the DeMar DeRozan trade is is a bad trade. 
I mean, in the end, terrible trade. It's a terrible move. I mean, DeRozan. When you look at what other people got for their stars, to get Demar to to trade Kawhi and Danny Green, and you get DeRozan, Jakob Pertl, and a bad pick. That's a terrible trade. Terrible trade. Terrible. And it was arrogant. It was, and this is what Belichick did. Belichick now acknowledges because I've been on him for two years about this. I was told by two people inside the Patriot organization in mid-January, Belichick would tell the scouts, I've got it from here. We started losing scouts. He was, you know, they were all like, well, what's the point? None of my work counts. And Belichick acknowledged, I'm going to go more with scouts because Nikhil Harry, all the Patriot scouts said, he can't separate. Do not rely on Herm Edwards. And he went against him and he can't play. He's a four. He's not even a three. He's a four. And and so I, I think Belichick and uh, uh, Popovich, similarly, you start believing in the system over the player. You kind of buy into what everybody's told you. You're a genius. If Mac Jones can't play, Belichick's sorry. They're going to be drafting 15th for the next four years. Right. And I think Pop, Popovich is in that same spot. They're not relevant. They're not well, relevant. Which is why I don't – I think – the difference between the two is I think Popovich is going to retire soon. And I don't think Bill will. So like Bill, what would be tough for Bill is if he wants to do this in another five years and it's seven and nine, or I guess these days, eight and nine, you know, nine and eight, 10 and seven, not contending. And by the way, even if he's right on Mac Jones, I don't think Mac Jones has like superstar upside. I think Mac Jones has like good quarterback. Like I think his upside is a poor man's Matt Ryan. Yeah, or or uh, Kirk Cousins with more courage. Yeah, which is around the right Matt Ryan. I would say like if yeah on the Matt Ryan scale, Kirk Cousins is like an eighty-five. So that's so that's about what I'm saying. Like you know what I mean? About eighty-five percent of that player. That's not getting it done in today's NFL. It's not getting it done in today's NFL. I bring in the athletics, Ethan Strauss. One of the things you've pointed to is, listen, LeBron's been pissed off all season. He didn't want to come back in December. He didn't want the All-Star game. He didn't want the play-in tournament. Instead of 120 days off, he gets 70. He's not been in a good mood all year. He's been very critical of the league. Do you think they hear it or care? I think they should care. And I definitely think they hear it. And you've seen Adam Silver respond to it and say, look, I have to contradict him and and whatnot, but it's not a good look. And I don't know what conversation needs to happen, but for all the problems they used to have on David Stern's watch, I don't think this kind of thing would happen where the NBA is pushing out a product it really cares about and saying everybody needs to watch this play-in tournament. It's exciting. And you've got the biggest star in the league going to the media And saying whoever came up with it should be fired. I mean, that's like, (laughs) I'm trying to think of the analogy, but it's like tarnishing a product and then trying to sell it to the customer. And there's some disconnect happening there where LeBron isn't seeing the league's health as good for him. And they need to get on the same page. And maybe it has something to do with how indulgent Adam Silver has been in general, where there isn't this sense of carrot and stick, where James Harden flouts the coronavirus regulations and does crazy stuff. And Adam Silver doesn't really punish. And he says, it's Christmas. What are you going to do? I think that he's perhaps gotten a little bit indulgent. And in that indulgence, 
a lot of stars have lost sight of the mutually beneficial relationship of the league for them, that the league's health is their health and they will share and share alike and things will get better. So I think the league hears it. I just don't know if they've had the uh, stones uh, to put it uh, to really, to really speak up for their side of things in trying to advance their own interests. Hey golf fans this weekend, FanDuel is hooking new users up with an instant bonus up to 500 bucks when you make your first fantasy deposit. So just sign up to unlock your deposit bonus. Then use that bonus to play in this weekend's $500,000 PGA Eagle contest, where the first place winner takes home 100000 bucks in cash. All right, fantasy golf on FanDuel, really easy to play. You pick six golfers for your lineup. One lineup needed for an entire weekend of action. Easy scoring, you get points for birdies, eagles, etc. Fast payouts get paid in as little as 24 hours. But most of all, I love the variety of contests you can enter, okay? There's the big major contests, there's the daily snake draft contest for daily action, final round contest, a lot of them. The field's loaded for this weekend's major championship, which makes for some exciting fantasy golf. So get in on the action, download the FanDuel Fantasy app today, sign up to unlock your instant deposit bonus up to 500 bucks. Age and location restrictions apply. So you're a sports fan, right? That's why you're listening. But if you're considering getting in on the fun of sports gambling, I want to let you know about a great resource, the Action Network. The Action Network is where fans go when they're ready to bet smarter and turn a profit betting on sports. In fact, their free Action Network app, free, recently named the best app in sports betting. With the Action app, you can, one, See the latest picks and articles from the Action Network gambling experts, too. Compare odds from different sports books. And three, track every bet you make so you always know how your picks are doing. So if the game means more to you, download the free Action Network app and start betting smarter. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. And now, for a limited time, get more Cedar Point fun for less with our limited-time bundle for just $49.99. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this bundle won't last long. Save now at cedarpoint.com. Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. 
So whether you're heading out to explore a new trail or looking to set a personal best on your daily run, start your journey off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Discover the power of advanced nutrition for strength and stamina at ProPlansport.com. That's ProPlansport.com. The Golden State thing had played out. That's fascinating. Clay's smart. Steph's smart. KD seems to be pretty smart. Um, Kerr's smart. I mean, Draymond knows what he's doing. How do smarter people not say, we could win three more championships. Like, it's you were in the the belly of this thing, but you're almost willing to acknowledge it was over. The Patriot dynasty lasted almost twenty years. Why did it have to be over? That's a great question. My operating theory is that in football, it is age and it is injury that unseats the dynasty. In the NBA, it's almost always ego and. What is it about the NBA that makes it that? I think one aspect is that your statistics come at the expense of one another. I mean, I've noticed, I mean, to shift it to another league, when you watch MLB tonight, uh, if you watch these former players, it is so different from watching these former NBA players. They are cheerleaders for the young players. They're excited when they see them doing well, when they see them hitting home runs, whatever. You, You watch, and I love inside the NBA. I enjoy it but they're crotchety. They're talking about how much worse guys are today. I think that that is conditioned from how credit is apportioned in the NBA, where if I'm getting more touches, you're getting fewer touches. If I'm scoring 30 points, you're less likely to be scoring 30 points. That's not how baseball is. That's not how football is generally. In baseball, if I'm hitting 30, 40 home runs, I'm helping you in the order. I'm helping you. It's protection. It's all It's all for the good. That's not how the NBA is. And I think these guys from a very early age have a very exquisite understanding that one guy's credit comes at my expense. And the whole endeavor of winning a championship is this act of sacrifice And it's almost like balancing on a log that's spinning. It can only go for so long until somebody gets mad because the championship is just not sating their ego and it's not fulfilling them like the sacrifice requires. I have never heard it it put that way. That's great. I've never heard it put that way. Your, your, Your points come at the sacrifice of someone else. I've never even thought about that way. Yeah, I mean, you're totally right. You know, with Kevin Durant, the wanderer, or LeBron, Mr. Mobility, there's always the worry they leave. Steph feels like such a warrior beginning to end. Is there any chance he would end his career elsewhere, like with LeBron? uh, I think so. I think there's a chance. Now, would he actually do it? Or is this one of those... If this one is this one of these arguments with a spouse where you uh, where you act like you would, but you never would actually, you know, you want you want the implication there that you're not just going to take this or that treatment or you want this or that done, but you would never actually leave. I mean, that's the thought process I often have, because, look, you don't really have to even read between the lines. You can just look at some of his press conferences during this season. I don't think that. He's been ecstatic with the talent level, certainly happier recently. Now that they've made this run, they've come together and they're playing better towards the end of the season. But what he wants is clear. 
everybody can see it. Uh, he wants them to win now. He doesn't want to sacrifice yet another season. It's it's going to be season three. Yeah, he got hurt last season, but that season was not going to add up to anything. This season, I guess job well done and making the play and cutoff, and we'll see what they do, but not near enough talent to compete for a championship. And in a way, he has put pressure on them, Colin, because I think if he just had a decent season, then you would say, hey, the Warriors can be patient. Steph isn't falling off. And they can bring these young guys along and he can teach them what to do and they can rebuild and he can be their Tim Duncan on the Spurs type of guy. But instead, he was incandescent. He was at an MVP level. Um, He'll be getting near the top of the MVP votes, even if it's going to be the Joker. And so now you have a situation where you've got MVP level stuff and you're squandering it unless you start making some moves to win now and align your timeline. I think that he has gotten leverage with them through playing so well to make some of these demands and not have the answer just be Don Draper. That's what the money's for. I think it's a different situation before that. I think by playing so well, he's potentially accelerated their timeline. All right, let's bring in Chad Millman, my buddy, chief content officer of the Action Network. Okay, so I'm reading a story here today makes me laugh. Whenever you criticize, nobody plays the victim like Tim Tebow's fanboys. Like nobody plays the victim. So Greg McElroy came out today and basically said, he's a good dude. He goes, but I was with the Jets. They tried to move him to tight end. He was not good. It's I find Tebow fascinating is that the religious right thinks we're picking on him. And I always say this. I grew up in Seattle. It's the most godless agnostic city in America. 10% of Seattle is atheist. You can Google it. It's the least God. It's the most godless city in America. Two most popular athletes ever, Ken Griffey and Russell Wilson. And Russell Wilson wears his religion on his sleeve. He's, you know, it's it's out there. People don't care. Steve Young in San Francisco. San Francisco, again, highly agnostic. Um, who cares? Deion Sanders. Tebow's fanboys think it's a religion thing. I don't care. I He's crappy at football. He's a bad pro football player. That's all I, what's your take on Tebow? First of all, there is so much to unpack in what you just said. I love the word godless because it it means something that is so neutral. And yet it is such a loaded, weaponized word. If you say someone, you say Seattle is godless, San Francisco is godless to anybody, whether you are a Democrat, a Republican, you are a liberal or conservative, you say those phrases and you immediately think heathen, hippies, don't care about anything. You know what I mean? And like, that's just not what it means, but that's how it's been framed for so long that it now takes on an entirely different character. Yeah, that's the term used. That's the term that's actually, yeah. Yeah, I look at it as Seattle's highly agnostic. I'm agnostic. So I, I didn't go to church as a kid. I'm agnostic. By the way, if you had asked me to describe Colin as a religion, other than the fact to me you are a religion because you're so brilliant, wow. I would say Colin doesn't have strong religious beliefs. He could be identified as godless. And that is fine. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. I'm I, I, like, I could be described as godless. I'm Jewish. I don't go to synagogue. Like, that's just what it is. It's culturally something, right? As for Tebow. I think Tebow is such a fascinating lightning rod. And I do think that 
I want, I just want him to succeed because I find him to be incredibly genuine. I don't care how many chances he gets. I don't care that he's not good at football. I don't care that he wasn't good at baseball. I love that the guy continues to want to try and that there is something magical about him sometimes when he plays and that he can create, conjure something that feels emotionally real for sports fans. Even if it happens once every a thousand passes and every other and 999 passes that he makes are terrible and wobbling ducks and don't get to the receiver, don't care. Cause one time he'll find magic. And to me, the narrative of him finding that magic is so strong. It's worth it to root for. I don't care if he gets chances. I don't care if he stinks. If he keeps trying, that's good for all of us. It's just fun. By the way, in baseball, a starting pitcher has to go five innings to get a win. In five of his six wins during that Denver winning streak, he had 10 or fewer passes. So I don't count them as wins. I think I give them to Matt Prater in the defense. If you cannot complete 15 passes, it does not count in my godless society. I will not count it. <laughs> I will not count it as a, a win for a quarterback. By the way, by the way, in, in, in America, you are more likely to find God in understanding downfield passing stats than in going to church. I'm not sure I agree with that, but it sounds fascinating. I think there is a religion of football that is stronger than oh. anything else. Okay. Okay. That I agree with. Absolutely agree with that. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it and travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel, it's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Roger that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch Stratocoaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com. Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So whether you're heading out to explore a new trail or looking to set a personal best on your daily run, start your journey off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Discover the power of advanced nutrition for strength and stamina at ProPlansport.com. That's ProPlansport.com. Okay, so here's another one. Playing game. 
got 5.6 million viewers on average, Steph versus LeBron. It, it got up to 6.2 million. And this is my takeaway. Of course, stars and urgency got a number. The idea people are afraid, paralyzed by the fact a favorite could lose in a three-game first-round series. And my takeaway is March Madness is one and done, and you still end up with one, two, and three, and four seeds. I think the seven-game first and second-round series are ratings killers. I That play-in game, Chad, 6.1, 6.2 million viewers. That's all. That's better than all but like six college football games last year. What do you it, make of the playing games? Are you seeing action? Are you taking action on them? Oh my God, it was great. Great traffic, great action, great activity. Um, I And as a fan, I loved it. As a fan, it's exactly what you want. I mean, I was looking forward all day to LeBron and Steph. I go to bed usually at 9 or 9.30. I stayed up all night. I stayed up all night because I bet Steph over 36 and a half points and he got his 37th point on a free throw with less than two minutes left. And by the way, there were a lot of people who were staying up just for that because there was massive activity on Steph's props because for the second half of the year, he was so on fire and the number kept going up. So it kept engaging people more and more. I, I think the play-in game is genius. I think that it's the NBA got lucky in that it got Steph and LeBron. I think the more likely scenario more often is going to be what they got with Wizards and Celtics, what they got with uh, with uh, with the Pacers. Um, I mean, the Pacers and the Wizards, I can't remember who played who at this point, but it's going to be more likely to be sort of teams that, uh, that, that don't have games that are as good as what you're getting with LeBron and Steph. So here's an interesting one. The Clippers and the Jazz, according to FanDuel, are all plus 600, third best odds to win the title. And I was saying this today, that the Suns, are a big dog to the Lakers. The Knicks are a slight dog to Atlanta and the Jazz are like third or fourth best odds. And I think for a lot of fans, young fans, they don't understand the the NBA is the only pro sport in America where there are two seasons. Um, you have the regular season and the postseason. And we're in the NFL. We know the regular season matters. You are looking at the reality of the league. We know in baseball, you can watch a staff. If you're, if you're a good team that goes in with a healthy staff, you're going to have some success in the postseason. But in the NBA, I think this morning I looked at the best odds to win the title. It was the fourth seed, the sixth seed, and the tenth seed. <laughs> and I try to explain to people, depth, for instance, Utah's got depth. It doesn't really matter in the playoffs because you have a seven-man rotation. Um, the other thing is, Young teams do better in the regular season often because they play harder. Veteran teams, guys are older, they get nicked up. If you bang your knees, you know, Steve Kerr used to say, I'll never wear a second knee brace. One is telling guys you're old. Two is telling opponents you can't play. You know, old guys bang a knee. Young guy, you're back two days later. Old guy, you're on the IR. And so I look at the Suns and I think to myself, they're going to lose first round. I look at the Knicks. And I'm like, that's a seven-game series with Atlanta. I look at the Jazz, and I want to ask you, number one seed, where do you? what do you see from the Jazz? Well-coached, really deep, rim protector, all-star guard Donovan Mitchell, same system. They play well together. They shoot a lot of threes. How are they not 
in the top two to three. In a lot of odds, they're a fourth best odd team to win the finals. Yeah, it's uh, they, that's exactly where they are, by the way, at seven to one. Nets, Lakers, Clippers, Jazz, um, Suns, all the way down at eighteen to one behind those four plus the Sixers and the Bucks. The Jazz are one of those teams gets zero attention. If you said to me right now, if, if, if I asked a poll of experts, which I did, when we did our favorites podcast from the Volume Network earlier this week, we did an NBA episode and we talked from, to our experts about who do you take in the NBA Finals? Lakers, Bucks, Clippers, Bucks, Sixers, Lakers. No one was like, I'm taking the Utah Jazz. Not a single person. There might not be a more disrespected number one seed in the history of the NBA playoffs. And I will tell you, you mentioned the Lakers being favorites over the Suns. Right now, the, the Lakers are minus 180 favorites to beat the Suns in their opening Now tell people, if you're not a big hardcore better, explain exactly what that number means, Chad. So essentially it means you have to bet more in order to win. If you want to win $100, you have to bet $180. So it just costs you more because they're such big favorites. The payoff is going to be less. Whereas if you bet on the Suns, then the payoff is going to be more if you bet $100. You're going to make more money. If you bet on underdogs, you make more money. You bet on favorites, you make less money when you're betting sort of just outright winners. That is the first time in 30 years that a seven seed is a favorite over a two seed. So that tells you everything you need to know about how these two teams, the number one and two seeds in the West, are being perceived. That wraps it up for the week. We're heading into another big week here at The Volume. Make sure to subscribe and follow us at The Volume Sports on Twitter and Instagram. volume rev up your thrills this summer at cedar point on the all-new top thrill 2 drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple launch vertical speedway and now for a limited time get more cedar point fun for less with our limited time bundle for just 49.99 get admission parking and all-day drinks for one low price but you better hurry because this bundle won't last long Save now at cedarpoint.com. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Mini Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers.